live your life, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for Yeah, rear naked choke of Cocker Spaniel, bro. You know what I'm saying? Change the neighborhood up. Conspiracy Farm. Go. Check it out. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Day whatever it is of this self-imposed quarantine, social distancing. Right, you know, I just call it Monday because this is kind of what I would normally be, normally be doing anyway. Not that I'm antisocial, but, you know, I just don't get out much. But it's always good to have our resident nutritionist, if you will, CEO of Chemical Free Body. He is a sponsor of the show, chemicalfreebody.com, and support all of our sponsors, www.theconspiracyfarm.com. Show the love, support the farm, support the sponsors, and I am always rolling with my homeboy, UFC Hall of Famer Patrick. How we doing, bro? You know, I'm doing okay, bud. I've been bombarded as you have over the past, gosh, I mean, it's picked up, of course, during the coronavirus thing, but we've always been bombarded with, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Yes. And it is off the charts right now. Um, you know, our brains are being bombarded by all the stuff going on, and um, so it's so it's good to take a break for a moment and just say, hey, how do we get healthy? How do we stay healthy? How do we keep our minds, our body, our spirits in tune? And that's why, you know, Tim James from Chemical Free Body comes on with us and, and resets the resets everything, right? Yeah, no doubt. I, I was actually, you know, uh, peeping out a video of Tim's today, um, which, you know, I'm not sure exactly what's going on in Portland, Oregon, as far as the the, the shutdown, et cetera. It's which, what's what's mandatory and what isn't mandatory? But yeah, it was really cool to see as as people start entertaining. Man, what can I do to keep myself busy? My man climbed himself a little mountain today out there in Oregon. Tim, how was that? It was pretty cool, man. Listen to that. You were not only physically exercising out there. You ran into people. You met people. You shot the shit with some people. Met a German Shepherd. Yeah, life is good. Yeah, that video that you saw was actually from like a year or two ago, though. But oh shit, really? But I did go out on Sunday and I did go hiking, but the the trail was closed. Oh wow! The the governor shut it down. The people can't even go outside and go on this trail. So we parked. So wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Stop! 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 So you can't get to the trail, is what you're saying, even if you uh, hike through half a forest to get there. No, I got to it. It was just good was man. No, good. It was okay. it was walled off with orange stuff and orange screen, and the, the the gates were closed off. And they said closed till May first or something like that. Wow. And May eighth or something like that. I think it said May eighth. And um, so we just drove down the road a little bit, went up a side road, parked behind a tree, walked down the road, crossed the road, hopped in, and went up the trail and did it anyway. Nice. There was there was there was nobody there, but we hiked all over the place, but. I'm fasting right now too, so we didn't do it. I saw that. There was it no food you said? Yeah, I'm just doing a liquid nourishment fast um, uh, for the next forty days and forty nights, which is pretty much just green eighty five and caffeine free teas and stuff and, and let me tell you what, it's working. I'm on day six and um, you know, acne started a little bit on day four, it accelerated on day five, I think it's starting to calm down, but my body's pushing stuff out and it's so interesting. Do you, so do you have your girlfriend? So do you have your girlfriend pop up the pimples on your ass? Um, yeah, how'd you know? I can't reach him. Way back there. <laughs> that high-tech you know, surveillance technology uh, Pat has. We, he's, we, he's watching all. Well, yeah. Um, you know, I sent out a joke uh, 
a message on Facebook Messenger to a bunch of people today, and it's a card trick, and there's six cards. They're all face cards, different suits, and it says, you know, stare at one card and uh, or think of one card and uh, and keep that in your thoughts. And there's six cards on the on the uh, on the screen, and then a guy's eyes come on to the screen, and it says, stare into my eyes. And then, boom, there's only five cards that come back up on the screen, and your card is missing, right? And everybody's going, oh, my God, oh, my God. So I sent him back a message and said, your phone is tracking your eyes. It's tracking every moment, every movement of your eyes. <laughs> now, listen, but listen, but listen. So I did that to probably 15 people. Some, you know, half responded, and then half responded again. And there was only two out of 15 and people that figured out that the face cards that came back up on the screen were none of the face cards that were there the first time anyway, right? So their card had to disappear. So that was that was some of the uh, the uh, slide of, of hand that uh, that the government's pulling on us right now, right? Yeah, psychological manipulation. That never happens. Never. What are you talking about? Government loves us. They have your best intentions in mind. Oh, yeah. Anything yeah. otherwise is... Tinfoil hat. They love farming. They love farming us, right? Right. Soylent Green. Remember that movie, Soylent Green, where they were like. Soylent Green was incredible. Was Charlton Charlton Heston in that? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, he was a genius, right? Get your hands off me, you filthy ape! Is my camera on? Nope. Are we going to do uh, camera on this? We don't have to. I mean, it's all good. Like I said, our audio okay. is usually what we record, so we'll record some little commercials if you want to afterwards, but. I do see K, uh, uh, Tim has the uh, Chemical Free Body Green 85 behind him. Again, ladies and gentlemen, and we've been saying this before this broke off, if you do not have Green 85 in your life immediately, I know we don't like eating. I, I like actually eating vegetables when they prepare, right? I've, I've actually realized in this downtime, I really, and I've known this, I enjoy cooking, but vegetables, man, when you cook them, sometimes you lose their nutrient value. Green 85 is that crack, you guys. It is jam-packed. With you know just the top super greens, man of all time. Seriously, it's I've been drinking it every morning. I was already yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, it's keeping your immune system strong, energy up. I mean, just this is what you need to be consuming during these down times. I know people are, uh, I don't know, a lot of people are making. We're going to get into it. A lot of people are kind of making this, using this time to sit around and do nothing, like myself to some degree, or a lot of people are using it to really be active, getting out and just working out still, etc. But uh, I wanted to ask you, bro, even though that video is from a while ago, you and Patrick, what are you guys doing to keep yourself busy, man? Everyone's kind of locked down. So what, what what choices are you guys making right now during this time to do whatever? Produce, not produce, lay around, hang well, out? Yeah. Right, buddy. You want to go first, Pat? Sure. I mean, uh, I've been working with my kids, teaching them boxing, doing uh, you know a lot of stuff, uh, working on you know, other shows, um, development for other shows that I've got to do for, I won't say what platform, um, Jeff knows I've talked to him, and, but I don't, I don't want to say it on here, um, on, on our podcast, but it's, it's totally, uh, not political at all. It has to do with, with MMA and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, you know, I mean, today was a great day. I was able to go outside, work with my 15 year old daughter on her boxing skills. She's improving greatly. Um, working on her head movement, defensive skills, countering skills, footwork, all kinds of stuff, you know, getting some sun, getting some vitamin D from the sun, 
the neighbors are all outside. They're stopping. They're looking. They're like, holy shit, check this kid out. <laughs> Training she's, another killer over here. You know, she's getting, getting after it and stuff. And, you know, I, I'm doing that while, um, you know, you can tell they're near the breaking point. All the housewives um, gathered in my driveway in their lawn chairs and they're fucking day drinking, bro. They're day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> they're goblets of wine. Yeah, so wine, wine coolers, white claw, white claws out in force. God love them. You know, all that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, but tonight, um, you know, I'm, I'm not doing a deliberate plug, but tonight at 9 p.m. Central, um, and Jeff knows about this place, uh, but the special is just coming out on History Channel, starting first show tonight, and we've seen documentaries on it, Jeff. Skinwalker Ranch, bro. Oh yeah, Skinwalker I heard about Ranch. that. I heard about that. My kids, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna red pill my my kids and freak them out tonight. <laughs> I want my, I want my, I want my six year old to have nightmares tonight. Uh, wow. My my fifteen and seventeen year olds to to witness Skinwalker Ranch and and uh, all of the lore that that be within. You know, talk yeah. talk about Skinwalker Ranch here for a second, Jeff. I'm not really hip. So, I mean, I. Well, I, I I'm not really. I heard it. Uh, I'm not really hip with it. You, you tell me if we're talking about the a same thing. A lot of UFO stuff. A lot of UFO stuff. A lot of uh, shaman stuff. A lot of uh, you know the the Southwest Indian um, folklore that talks about the connection to the the uh, Pleiades. Um, you know the 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 star people. All all kinds of stuff, dude. That is interesting. Uh, you know the the ancient carvings on the rocks of of people that. You know, it shows people, and then next to them it shows giants with, like, um, big giant claws for hands and all kinds of stuff. Mm. So it's, it, you know, uh, the people that have owned the ranch, uh, off, you know, they've, they've sold the ranch several times. Um, but, you know, the, the stories of, like, some guy just shows up at the ranch and the security guards, they've got security all over that place now. They have I don't to doubt it. Because there's so many people that want to want to go on the ranch and explore, but... Um, they had one guy show up and go, I, I need to come on to the property and I need to meditate, right? And so he came on the on the property and he was meditating. And then all of a sudden, some giant freaking creature came out of the bushes. And, and, and this is just for fun right now, okay? Get it. This is for imagination. This is for... But this has gone back hundreds of years with the Indians, right? But some giant alien-looking creature came out of the bushes and uh, stood in front of this guy that was meditating and the security guards were traumatized and then they interviewed the, the, the security guards who are now older gentlemen who went look man uh it's ruined my credibility but i'll stick by it what i saw this is this was a very traumatizing uh situation but there's caves there's carvings all over the property it's it's a massive ranch and uh it's it's now got to be protected uh, because so many crazy things have happened, but it is documented uh, with Air Force radar and all kinds of other stuff that there are a lot of uh, there's a lot of UFO activity around this ranch and on this ranch. And where, where um, is so that again? Were, where is that again, bro? Is it Arizona? Uh, the south southwest. I think it's I think it's Arizona or New Mexico. I can't remember. Um, that stands all, to reason with the whole Roswell but, Area 51. Right, but but, but, here, but here's the thing: they think that um, some scientists that they talk to say um look this thing is like they think that this is one of the major portals on the earth for that you know um travel back and forth through 
uh, the multiverse and all, all that sort of Ooh, stuff. Ooh, so Patrick J going there this evening. My good talking Stargates over here. My shit. That's so, no, but it'll, it'll that's be fun up. for my kids. It'll be fun for my kids to watch this and go, whoa, this is this is trippy. So I'm giving my kids a real education while they're out of the indoctrination. Yeah, that's a perfect time to do it, man. Perfect time to do it. I mean, there's so much content out there. I mean, that among other things, I suggest. Hey, I suggest like we were. I was talking. Um, my daughter's mom, like, you know, Braveheart, Last of the Mohicans, The Patriot, just so they can kind of get, you know, a lot of times oh, yeah. they, they weave in love stories within these very profound stories about, you know, the, the battle for, you know, freedom, human rights, et cetera, et cetera. So, Are you saying that's how we lure our women into watching this stuff because there's a love story in our weekend? I mean, oftentimes, yeah, you got to, you know, spoonful of sugar <laughs> helps the medicine go down, bro. We've had that conversation. But, right, no, that's right. cool. That's cool. Yeah, so... So hey man, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of people that are um, sick out there. They say, uh, "Well, let's Italy. let's see what Tim's talking about." Tim, what are you doing to occupy your time? Don't cut my man off. Let's see what he's doing. Then we'll yeah. get into uh, it, Patrick. Well, um, you know, my business has been—I'm uh, slammed. I work from home anyway. That's what she um, thought about your business too. Just dealing with a lot of people, um, and then you know, I, I have to because everybody's hey, in quarantine. Like on, I'm doing a lot on, of like. On, um, Hold on. Sorry, Tim. Tim, hold on. Yeah, no worries. Um, you say that you work from home. You're always saying you work from home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're always doing a show from your bedroom, and there's nothing happening in that bedroom. <laughs> what are you talking? Well, <laughs> I time blocked. There's, no there's no work taking place in that house. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm seeing two two guitars right there. My man's playing the Gip fiddle, playing to the ladies. <laughs> That's right. Turn off the lights, light a candle. Little Teddy P for you right there. Turn them off. Sorry. What have you been doing to occupy yourself, Tim? I've been trying to call back all the new clients. We've had a flood of new clients coming in. Um, and then uh, let's see what else I've been doing. I'm always working on projects. Um, I'm trying to go over and see my kids as much as I can. Um, I go to the grocery store a couple times. Are a week. they they're I'm, in lockdown too? What's their situation as far as? In- yeah, the schools are closed and they're just home with their mom. You know, just not doing nothing. <laughs> doing and, nothing. I mean, you know, they're they're doing something. You know, my son's my, my youngest is probably playing his guitar a lot and singing. The oldest is probably singing, hanging out with his girlfriend. And that's awesome. You know, doing their doing their thing. But um, for me, it's just been you know more work, which I'm fine with. Um, I enjoy helping. I've been on the phone. I've been trying to call all the new clients um, that have come in. Um, I assigned myself a good section of them, and I've been calling as many of them as I can to keep up. And that personal just, touch, man, that's really cool. Yeah, man, because people they 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 hear about this on a podcast or something. They might order a can of greens, but they got you know MS or cancer. They got some serious gut issues, or they got fibromyalgia, and then there's like other things they could be doing that they don't even know about. Right. You know, but yeah. they're just kicking the tires because they're, oh, I'll try it out. You know, because I want. I don't eat my veggies. Well, well, again, and I appreciate you saying that because I don't think a lot of necessarily all of our fans know that in addition to being the CEO of Chemical Free Body, you do do personal coaching. And especially during this downtime, I think a lot of people are making that cho- choice to – did I speak about a turn there? You do do kind of – right, personal oh, coaching. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, do, I do private one-on-one coaching. Um, we, also, we also have private group coaching which is um, we opened that up a couple months ago and it's great i think we got like 58 members i haven't advertised it yet but i'm doing a huge discount on the private coaching um 
for people that want to kick the tires on that because it'll normally be 197 a month, but right now it's just 37 a month. They can get grandfathered in for the first 300. Nice. And I came up with that because I like the movie 300. <laughs> this is madness. This is Sparta. If you guys hear some movings around in the background, I am set up right in the kitchen here and everyone's eating dinner, so don't mind us as we uh, just do what we do. Chopping on some burgers. Yeah, it is what it is. So I've been doing that, and then we've also been, um, you know, I've been getting on more podcasts, and then also because I have another podcast to do after this show tonight, and then um, I've been having my own podcast, the Health Hero Show, is launched. We just yes, launched sir. our fifth episode. We launch every Monday. So the Health Hero Show is doing good, and um, I'm enjoying things. I'm I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm doing this 40 day fast. I feel younger and lighter. I'm detox, and I feel great. And I just want to keep it moving. Yeah. yeah I- that's what's I up. think I I think I need about a seven day uh, greens fast again. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, fasting is uh, one of the most powerful things that a person can do. It really is. It's not. It's not so much about. You know. It's not about people, losing weight, right? Yeah. You know, well, people are Cleansing. they they try all these different things, you know. But it's it's like stopping the standard American diet from going in your body is your biggest savior. That's like number one. You yeah. Know, stop. Stop putting in foods that have been manipulated by large corporations or foods that are traded on the stock exchange like soy, <laughs> yeah. corn, right, that, and wheat that have been manipulated. If you're going to do wheat, you have to find somebody that's got heirloom seeds, meaning that they're you know, not hybrid, yeah. and they're usually much smaller than a larger seed. I try to get hard red winter wheat, and then we sprout those for wheatgrass, and then we juice that for wheatgrass juice. Or you can actually take the seed and <clears throat> sprout it, get the tail to come out in a couple of days. And you can eat a little handful of that, you know, a couple times a week. That is a fantastic way to get um, B vitamins. Well, and seeing this, is, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, bro, because this is something we've really uh, been consistent on when we've talked about these. Even though people who are making the choices to eat better, you know, the nature of our commercial food industry is just so tainted. You could you could switch from eating Big Macs all the time to spinach, broccoli, or whatever. But if it's you know a bunch of GMO stuff that's been sprayed a whole bunch. You really, it's really kind of counterintuitive to what you're really trying to do. So, yeah, you'll, and and unfortunately, with with organic, even though they can still have whatever X amount of percentage stuff in it and still be organic, the politicians are trying to widen that gap to 10, 20 percent, so there can be all this stuff in it. So, I mean, almost unless you're growing it yourself, you're really you're really not sure about what you're eating. And I think that's what a lot of people are going to do during this reset. Um, is become more self-sufficient, start growing their own stuff, heirloom seeds. And part of that comes, as we talked about, you know, education about the quality of your food. Because, like, well, again, a lot of people, well, a lot of people don't even understand what GMO means, genetically modified organisms um, with the corn, with the wheat, uh, even black beans, as you've talked about before, Tim. Uh, having yep. been genetically modified for many, many years, where our bodies don't even digest uh, black beans anymore. We don't get nutrients nutrients out of them hardly at all. But um, you know, they were genetically modified to um, slowly, slowly introducing herbicides and pesticides to them, um, so that they became resistant uh, to those, so that they didn't die along with the weeds, and then also for for higher yields, as you mentioned. Um, you know, the wheat kernels being much smaller uh, on the non-GMOs. So the higher yields are important, obviously, <clears throat> because per per acre, per bushel type stuff, farmers have always wanted to make more money. So that's that's where, you know, a lot of this comes in. But um, so a lot of people don't understand that. And so the, I just wanted to throw that in there. 
Yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's a shell game. It really is because it's a facade. You know, um, you want to have a seed that's full of nutrition. That nutrition has to be in the soil. That's the, one of the inputs. The other input is the sunshine. That's pretty much dialed. Um, and then the water. Where's the water coming from? So depending on your water source and your soil quality is going to depend on the quality of that seed. And if it's a wheat seed and you're eating bread, you know, it could be very easily genetically modified, hybrid. Um, it's... Um, uh, could have pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, larvicides, um, and chemical fertilizers on it. So you're eating the the shell of what it used to be. And we used this example before. Most people can relate to it. Like if you go to the store and get a tomato and then go to your grandma's or your own yard or your aunt's yard and have a vine-ripened tomato and eat that and compare them, everybody knows what I'm talking about. There's no difference. It's completely – it's not even the same beast. It's another thing. It's like, you know, um, eating something that's like, have you guys ever had like caught a salmon and ate it on the spot? Mm -mm. No, no, I've okay. not. But I would that versus that. a salmon that was even ate the next day. It's a different story. Like if mm -hmm. you if you've had like the best meat that I ever had in my life when I, when I was up archery hunting or um, hunting for caribou up in Alaska back in 2003 and there was these lakes there. We got dropped off 1,500 miles in the interior in Alaska. Beautiful lakes, freaking brown bears all over the place. That was scary. We had 15 of them around our area. They were walking by what? our tents. And, at, yeah, dude, we'd brush the sand at night. And then in the morning, there's these huge paws where they'd walk right by your tent like these freaking Volkswagen scary. buses. You know, with it's crazy. But anyway, there was Arctic. There was salmon coming up and spawning. Well, but you were protected silver. by a tent. Yeah, you're not really protected. But luckily, they were eating the fish they were so full they didn't care right yeah, yeah. but um there's these arctic char that are in these lakes and we would catch those and eat them and it was like one of the best things i've ever had in my life so would you eat them would you eat them raw sushi style or would you cook them well we were cooking them but yeah. um I, I didn't try them raw but yeah know. i could i could i could handle some salmon raw i love i love yeah, sushi. it's fine it's just unfortunate today because it's the the sea life is the, the the fish is actually the most polluted of all the meats. It's the worst meat to put in your body today, because of all what well, we just talked about the, the millions of pounds of pesticides and fungicides and herbicides and all that and plastics, all the plastic that's off gassing and in stuff in the landfills and all that stuff ends up in creeks and tributaries out into the ocean. So on land, animals bioaccumulate these toxins in their fat and muscle tissue but in 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 then in the, it adds up and then when you eat that deer like i used to eat the deer they if they're eating out in a like a pesticide sprayed field everything mm. they've ever eaten in their life is still in their muscle and we can truth so would it right? would it be would it be a money maker to have an organic all organic farm all organic corn um things like that to feed to deer and you and you raise wild wild deer and elk um, turkey, and you feed them that. Are you are you going to make money? Can you make money? Well, I think somebody that did that could. I probably wouldn't feed them corn because they really can't digest it that well. It's corn's all corn's pretty much GMO anymore. Substance. It's been hybrid so much. Yeah. But what I was talking about was the fish, but I think that's a good idea, Pat. I mean, here's the deal: is like grass-fed beef and that kind of stuff is. It's ex exploding because people are wanting it more because they're realizing the meats in the stores. And if people don't know this, 
they need to know this. You need to look at your meats, and if you see nitrites or nitrates yes. on your meat, dude, that makes the meat look red. And like some article I read years ago, it said something like forty percent of the meat in the supermarket where you go, if it didn't have the nitrates and nitrites, it would be gray, and mm. nobody would buy it. But because Ooh. they spike it with these color things or whatever the hell that does. It makes it look red. They die. So it. people are eating. You're eating like a gray slab. You have a 40% chance, roughly, or whatever the number was. It was a large number that you're eating a gray slab of disgusting meat. Well, this and is even, why we. He is a hunter and yeah. I, that's disgusting. I want well, to given like given the human body gray when it's dead for a while, right? <laughs> that's what yeah, you want to be eating. Fresh. Well, and that's why we've been so fortunate to hook up with Butcher Box, man. You know, grass-fed beef, organic chicken, um, organic salmon, you know, not that farm-raised stuff, heritage pork, butcherbox.com, front slash farmer. I mean, who knows what's going to be happening with these, you know, uh, food, you know, routes of distributing food, et cetera, et cetera, as this goes on. So get your freezers packed with that yeah. good stuff because, like Tim said, I mean, the, the, the meats we're, we're pulling, you know, that they're, they're hitting us with as far as the commercial yeah, food stuff. Do- I know you're Get not a big cleanest food you can. Yeah, I know you're not a big meat Look guy. Look at this right here. I'll show you. I don't know if you can see that. But this was a post in the private group coaching this lady. Pull it back a little bit. Yeah, I didn't see what that was. Yeah, do you see it? Is that weed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that looks. No, these are sprouts. Oh. That looks interesting. So Jennifer said, I haven't got my own going yet, but I found a local guy. So she's very fortunate. Four types of sprouts delivered weekly. So she's got her sunflower sprouts, her pea sprouts, and a couple mixes uh, coming up to her. Um uh, every week now so sprouts is one of the easiest things you can do because you can grow them in your house i grow them in my house 365 days a year i've done it for 10 years it's food i grow probably about 60 70 percent of my food in my house that i eat and people I've, I've met people before when i first tell them that then they get to know me and then like a month later they come over and see it and they're like holy shit how long does that I take because i know a lot of people right now are like I, i'm i'm People wanting to start a garden, but like, ah, oh, it's not going to be ready for months. Like the wheatgrass or the things you're talking about, that's that's pretty short, right? To grow those, yeah, to juice other them. Other sprouts like lentils and mung beans and fenugreek, um, all that stuff can be sprouted and and ready to eat in two and a half days. Mung that's beans. It. Yeah, wow. mung beans, red lentils, French lentils, green lentils, fenugreek. Those those all you can mix them together, any combination, and they're, they're ready. You soak them once, and then you rinse them off morning and night for two and a half days, and the tails pop out and you throw them on salads. And, and that wheat, that wheat grass, that's one of those. I mean, I forget what the the OTM or whatever the meter is as far as um, nutritional value. Like wheat grass is is way up there as far as super greens go. Yeah, yeah, it's it's way up there. It's awesome. So yeah, fresh food is best. You know, um, it's not it's not hard to sprout. Like you know, figure it out. You know, it's not really that hard. Get no. some seeds, add water, rinse, 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 eat. Well, and I, I was listening to um, several among our podcasts as well as others talking about the difference between our generation, these generations, and maybe the Depression era generations where people, you know, were descendants of way more self sufficient people during downtimes of commercial food or whatever. They knew how to yeah. grow stuff, they knew how to hunt. Not to say that people don't know how to do that now, but most of our, our youth are not raised that way. You know what I mean? Everything is just kind of, for lack of a better term, TV dinner, TV dinner ish, fast food, et cetera. When yeah. it comes to these kind of situations, it, you know, they're not really so self-reliant. So um, I think that's going to be a part of the reset that we see that people are going to become a little bit more, self, hopefully become a little yeah. more self-reliant. And, and think about it. Think about that. I remember being, look, I'm old enough to remember my grandparents never got rid of anything. Right. Uh, you know, they were farmers on both sides every tractor that broke down that was finally 
the engine died, or uh, every truck that they used, every piece of equipment that went on, even the, the Belgian workhorses on my, my grandma's farm on my mom's side, all the broken straps, all that sort of stuff, so that they could, you know, eventually if they had to piece stuff together, um, you know, I, literally they got rid of nothing. It looked like a junkyard because when they needed, you know, a part or to fabricate something or whatever they had to do, they would go out and piece it together and make it work. It's, it's incredible uh, the ingenuity that those people had back then. And that's the thing that worries me the most. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what we're dealing with now, a society that is completely helpless. Look, I know how to catch fish in a goddamn mud puddle. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can, you know, when I was a kid, I was hunting squirrels and uh, rabbits and, and doing all that stuff. I've deer hunted before. I'm not a great deer hunter, but I can shoot a deer. Um, I, I get it. I can track the blood. I've done it before. But um, there's, you know, for the vast majority of people, they have no idea how to take care of themselves. Um, they live in metropolitan areas where even if they could take care of themselves, they can't um, because they depend on the supermarket and, and delivery people and, and everything else. So yeah. um, as this thing um, goes further down the road, look, we're looking at 30 more days, guys. Mm -hmm. of, yeah, that's crazy. Of, of no money coming in, people not working. Um, I tell you what, I could do... I, I, I could survive. Being a wrestler, I have starved 30 years of my life. Okay, <laughs> so I can starve. I know I can starve. I could do a 30-day chemical-free body uh, fast. Just do greens and, and whatever I could find, and, and, you know, I can do that. My kids probably can't do that, no. obviously. Especially the They're little They're not one. used to that. My wife, my wife has never experienced that kind of hardship uh, through starvation, uh, being a wrestler and, and eating. Well, most people you know. haven't, you know what I mean? Even outside of being yeah, a wrestler. Yeah, the vast majority. So, so look, I, I can deal, I can deal with, um, not eating for three days, five days, whatever. Um, because I've, I've had to do it, but I'm telling you, man, um, you know, Tim to, to get down to brass, brass tacks, um, uh, people could survive on greens, 85, and a little bit of food, a little bit of meat, whatever they got to do, um, you know, if things got really tough. Well, the reality is, Pat, is that people could survive without food completely for two months, roughly. Right. With water's with water. eleven with days. Water. Green eighty five yeah. is is nutrition, so you could live on that for a long ass time, right? Right. What right. people have a hard time dealing with is the emotional connection to food, and they're using food as a dope to push their emotions down and not dealing with their problems. It's another crutch. Mm. Yeah. So when you take the dope away or the food and you get people on cleanses or fast or juice fast or juice cleanse or whatever the hell you want to call it, they freak out, especially like doing a water fast. People trip out. That's why like at the True North Clinic in California, they do supervised medical water fasting. It's fantastic. I love promoting these guys too because if anybody's dealing with addiction, there's nothing quicker to get people off of drug addiction than a water fast. Start them. Fuck it. Start reset. Most of these stupid <laughs> – Freaking places where they go for drug rehab have like a two to three percent success rate. I think theirs is like over sixty or eighty percent. It's huge. It's not because, even... because most places don't understand dietary restrictions and feed them carbs and sugars. Yeah, they don't even know how to clean out their body and, and, right. and let them deal with it. But so as you let the food go, you start going through the, the layers and layers of emotion. Your body has stored up all these emotions throughout your lifetime, all your traumatized experiences and everything is in there. And as you're shedding the 
the food, you're also shedding and the weight, you're shedding emotions with that weight, right? So when you right. see people that are overweight, they're carrying around a tremendous amount of emotion. Right, right. And when people are overweight, like I was, I basically had a big sign on my front and my back saying, I hate myself. Hmm. And that's why I was overweight. Right, right. Because I just keep eating and eating and eating. And like, and at breakfast time, like, kids, are you guys done eating? Yeah, give me your plate. And I <laughs> knock it all Damn, down. Damn, you were that guy? Yeah, and I eat and I just stuff myself. Wow. You know, and there was actually a period of time in my life where I really didn't like myself a lot. And I was lost and confused. And I was smoking weed and um, eating late. And I would smoke weed and then I would eat until it hurt. And then I would go pass out, have these two massive bowel movements in the morning, and then go to work, put a you know, clean up and go do everything again and then come back home at night and like, yeah, I'm done doing that. And then I'd do it again. I'd smoke again and i eat. And this went on for a while. You know, I had like blood coming out in my stool. Like I had some problems um, um, because of uh, the way I was eating. I was, that, already, that already was going on before that. The blood was coming out before that. I went on for a couple of years. I had blood coming out in my stool. And I wasn't telling anybody about it and because I, I was embarrassed. I just, oh, that'll go away. I hope, you know, right. and it finally did. But I'm just hoping that, like, like instead of focusing on the negatives and all that other stuff, it's like, where's the benefit? Every time there's been something in my life where I look at it as a negative, um, where's the freaking benefit? Like, even my little brother dying in a mountain biking accident, that's it's a horrible thing. But what was the benefit? Because it inspired me to get off my ass and follow my passion, which is helping people with their health, because I was scared to do it. I was right. like, I got all this money. I have all these these um, tests. I'm a financial advisor. I got my securities license. I got my insurance license. I, I put all this time and money and effort into it. I'm going to walk away from all that to go tell people how to chew their food and <laughs> eat sprouts. And, you know, and do the, like who am I to tell people anyway? You know, well, that should tell people though. That should tell people how important that is. What you threw away and the prosperity for the health and the happiness should tell people how important that is. Yeah. Well, it's been huge. And what I'm finding out now, because I had no idea. I'm just like, I'm getting in the health industry. I don't care. I'm going to follow my, I'm going to follow what excites me the most. And I'm going to do this um, because I thought, you know, my brother, like he, he's younger than me. Like that's the first time I lost somebody super close to me that was younger. And right. that's a, that was a head spinner. Yeah, I'm like, sure. wait a minute, shit. It really makes you feel mortal. Like when you're yeah. sitting there, and Pat, you know, you've lost some brothers. It's freaking sucks and it's trippy. And you're like yeah. looking at them and they're dead and they're sitting there and you're just like, what the hell, dude? Come back to life. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, that, so whenever there's a negative out there, like, so, you, you know, you're not working right now. Well, guess what? I know 74% of you listening to this podcast probably don't like your career. That's the statistics in America. Yeah. So, yeah. this is a great time to, Start thinking about what do you really like to do, and if you start following your highest excitement, it'll the universe will reflect it back to you. Like if you start putting effort out, like going to the gym or going for a walk or doing a detox or drinking Green 85 or whatever you're doing to improve your health, <clears throat> as you take steps towards it, the universe will always reflect back to you and give you your result, your just reward. Now it might happen immediately, it might be a little bit delayed, it might be way down the road, but it will come. It's always believing is seeing, not seeing is believing. And I just think it's a really good time for families to get together. Look at Pat and his daughter. They're they're training together and they're mm -hmm. spending more eye eye contact together. How much is that missing today with, yeah. with the, the bonding, man? I tell you what, the bonding that's going on right now with families, um, you know, is you know, for those that are are at least 
recognizing the opportunity, um, yeah. you know, is, is huge. I mean, I was, I was watching my six year old just a little bit before we started this, she was in the living room yeah. and she's doing a zoom meeting with her teacher and the rest of her classmates. <laughs> and she can scroll through uh, swipe left uh, or right to all her classmates that are talking to her teacher and stuff. And she's, she's so animated and so happy. But yet at the same time, I'm thinking, um, what is being taken from her? The interaction, the, yeah. the social interaction with, with her friends, with her. I tell you what, I'm not big on, on public education, but this is a, a, an incredible teacher. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll name her because she deserves it. Uh, Mrs. Benson at uh, Paul Norton Elementary in Bettendorf. She's, she's exceptional. She's exceptional. And I think it's a very, very good school as uh, schools go. Um, but I also at the same time recognized how she's being robbed of, of the interaction and everything that, and, and millions upon millions upon millions, tens of millions of children are being robbed of, of this opportunity to interact with their, with their friends. But so we have to take the advantage or take, take advantage. Um, my child's been reading voraciously, a kindergartner, a six year old can read now, um, through books because we're working at her speed, right? Nobody, there's no slower. There's no down to the lowest common denominator. Um, now we're, we're, we're allowing her to excel. We're working on math problems. She's a kindergartner already working on multiplication, multiplication. Um, so, you know, for me, uh, bonding with my kids and bonding with, with my wife and everything else and being in, locked in a house and, and going running with my daughter. Dude, I did ten, a 10-mile 10 run with my 15-year-old daughter the other night. Um, That's awesome. Wow. No, no, it wasn't awesome. It hurt because I haven't <laughs> been running that much. Uh, but, you know, she's a swimmer. She's not a runner. But she said, I'm setting a goal to run 10 miles. So I said, all right, I'll go out and I'll run 10 miles with you. Mm. And uh, both of our legs are very sore, but that's the kind of stuff that we would have missed out on had they been in school right now, right? right? Yeah, so yeah. We, have to, we have to remember that. Well, yeah, and we've said, man, on other episodes that you know, obviously a little more heavy, heavier handed, but you know, this isn't just a political or economic, uh, social reset. You know, and this for me, it's you know, it's a it's a you reset as well. It's a spiritual reset. It's an inside reset because you know we're like again we're finding things we hobbies that maybe we were wanting to indulge in what we couldn't you know to finding time to hang out more time with family that we couldn't do before and it, it is a huge reset in that regard i mean it really kind of reminds me of um i, I don't know almost like world war II. i mean just any any kind of like super shutdown like this um it's there, like again there has to be some kind of silver silver lining to it you have to find it um it does suck man there's there's a lot of here a lot of what's going on here that that does really suck but there's um also, a yeah. lot of really cool stuff coming from like Pat just enumerated what Tim has enumerated. I don't know how many times I've played the board game of life with my daughter that I haven't played in however many years. It's just been a great right. time, man. We the other night scrolled through um, just a bunch of different '80s cartoon themes from you know what I mean it was just just having fun, man. Shit, we just probably wouldn't do otherwise. So again, um, try to find What's that silver amazing? lining. Right. What's that? It's amazing. No, it is. It is, and it, it's. It's part of that reset. I think we need it. I mean, as, as much as there's a, a lot of dark shit to come from this, 
you know, we needed to kind of unplug. I mean, we've all kind of, whether the, the economic, the, the economy was ready to blow, the bubble was bound to pop. And there's a part of us, you know, spiritually or however you want to look at it from a metaphysical standpoint or whatever, we needed this reset. We needed that kind of step back a little bit because we're all just going and going and going. And like you were saying about your other job, Tim, and we've talked about it with Matt LaCroix and many other people, you just wake up, you go to work, you come home, maybe have a drink or two, go to sleep, or you don't, you know, you just start up, you do it again, you yeah, line up in traffic, hour. eat happy hour, whatever it is, and you just line up in traffic, and you do it again and again and again. And this is, um, you know, this is really, a, a, I think, a very valuable reset if we choose to use it for what it could be used. You know, some people could just be like, oh, this sucks, I'm just at home, but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of good, I think, is going to come from this. I think people are going to become more self sufficient. We're realizing. As much as me and Pat have been called conspiracy theorists and so many people we've had on, we've talked about this and what's coming for a very long time. So not that it's a certain measure of vindication, but your lay person is really starting to get it. These conspiracy theorists, if you will, are just kind of critical thinkers, man, and just have an alternative view of history. And when things like this happen and they manifest almost not right on time, but just as we said it could or would, people really are starting to reevaluate shit. Yeah, even yeah. with all the major platforms blocking everything with the al- algorithms and blocking the views and you know anything that's conservative or you know pro Americana, it just seems to get blocked. Or if it's you know anti, you know vaccine. Yeah, as an example, yeah. Right, right. Um, they they block that kind of stuff because they don't want it to see, and they make it look like like today I looked on trending news and all the trending news was a bunch of bullshit. That's all it was. Right, right. Yeah. And, and I think the last time we talked guys, I talked about the titers test for all the different, uh, viruses and everything. Right. I, th- I think so. Yeah. There are numerous titers tests, which show that you have, uh, developed antibodies for all kinds of different stuff. Mm. So, um, I have been pushing on social media and I encourage you guys to do the same and all of our listeners to push for the titers test, which is the antibodies test for COVID-19 so that one, we can donate blood so that that blood can be given to people who are struggling or possibly dying Mm -hmm. uh, because it has our antibodies in it. And then also on top of that, so we can go back to work. Well, and they're also, because I mean, honestly, there's a lot of hospitals. We're not, we're not susceptible. We're not carriers. We're nothing. Right? But even but, even without doing that, you have, I mean, now, you know, Trump was, was pretty on point with some of his uh, hydrochloroquine. I mean, these anti, antiviral, uh, anti-malarial uh, medicines work, you know, zinc, uh, antibiotics. Uh, some of the stuff we talked about, colloidal silver. I mean, there's like it was, you, you, a lot you, of natural stuff. Yeah, and that's, that's what Tim stuff. said. That's what Tim said in our last conversation. You much rather go natural before you start going pharmaceutical and, and synthetic. Right. And there are, I mean, even though chloroquine is, but my, my point is, there are treatments for this. People are being cured from this, or you know, are coming out of this without this, this fear of mandatory vaccines because the numbers just as far as dead bodies just don't even warrant that but again keep yourself strong healthy vitamin d vitamin c up you know keep yourself exercised and all that good stuff and you should should be fine because like the article from the from about italy 99 percent of those people who died had something else going on you look at even the country singer who just died the other day everybody has something else going on the cb cbs executive who died at like 40 something you know, had coronavirus, but she already had cancer and, uh, and something else. So it's always, 
and I'm also hearing yeah, she was already dealing with chemotherapy and radiation. And there's a lot more than even that. Immune, for immune sure. System. I'm hearing, yeah. you know, some people are even being reported dead that are alive. Some right. de- some death death certificates are being changed from heart attack or whatever to coronavirus. So there's a lot yeah. of cooking yeah. of the numbers yeah. going on. Let me let me say this. Um, um, Jeff, on the back of that, piggyback on it, is um, I've seen documents, um, state documents, um, where they, the documents have been sent out to um, coroners in different states that say if it's a respiratory death, a respiratory illness-related death, you need to write in COVID-19 as the cause of death. Right. So they're, they're already marking up, uh, chalking up, and, and trying to ramp up the numbers of this thing. For whatever reason, people can say, you know, look, I've seen the documents. The state of Arkansas, the state of Illinois, other states have, have uh, you know, people have sent me these documents, and I can, I can post them if people would like, uh, where it seems like they're trying to run up the numbers. The numbers as far as um, in Britain, the lady that caught the guys in the hazmat out, outfits that were putting uh, a man was found dead in your apartment building. He wasn't found dead. He was walked out of the building by police. A lady confronted the guys uh, from the government, from their health department, who were in these outfits uh, distributing these flyers underneath doors of apartments. Um, and she chewed their asses and said, you're liars. I watched him walk out with police. He conversed with the police the entire time out. He coughed a few times. He was a little drunk. On his way out, and and was a little drunk. And uh, and he was he was alive and fine. And you guys come in and start putting all these flyers uh, underneath our doors, saying that this guy was dead and right. found dead. She goes, "You guys are full of shit." And they didn't know what to do, dude. They were obviously panicked. Um, one of them removed his mask and, and tried to talk to her, but, uh, there's, there, there's just so much going on. And yeah. in Europe, now we've got parliament members in Italy, which is uh, huge news. Um, parliament members in Italy, uh, of the Italian government are now taking their flags out of their offices down, uh, of the EU and replacing it with Italian flags. They are mm. saying that the Italian government is officially leaving the EU, uh, which is the second government after the Brexit for the for the uh, British, and I think that Spain will be next, and and many others, and and the EU is about to fall. So it's it's very interesting how this this pandemic is causing a lot of really interesting ripples throughout society. Again, the reset politically, socially, economically is going to be something we've never seen before. And it's, there's so many spokes on this wheel of this reset. It's this, the the world's going to be completely almost unrecognizable here in in just a short bit. But, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's no, it's, uh, and not to go down the rabbit hole. We wanted to keep this positive, but, um, how do we come out of this? Is it going to be a a totally different financial system where everybody has to buy with cash what you want? If you cash know, is are even you around, be able to get a loan based on what what kind of credit do you have anymore? You know, um, there's there's no more credit cards. There's no more uh, fiat currency. Or do we go t- total 
total digital currency. You know, that's that, that's I think that uh, I think there's actually some sort of battle waged right now uh, between do we go full digital with with fiat currency or will it be gold backed? Well, in so so much of this, and you know, this is you know, almost kind of the insane Benny Hill fucking ridiculous aspect of this. Mike Pompeo right. said said during a press conference <laughs> that this was. This was a live exercise, and Trump was like, "Oh, you should have fucking told me." So much of this, and so much of our lives over these right. last digital, this digital era, has been gathering metrics on people. Data is the new oil. So when yep. you have someone like Mike Pompeo saying this is a live exercise, believe me, ladies and gentlemen, they are gathering metrics on every single fucking thing we're doing, how much we have bought, as far as stockpiling. A lot of people didn't pay cash for that. That was done for debit and credit cards. How much we're watching on Netflix, et cetera, et cetera. This is this is this isn't necessarily the the one. However, you want to phrase that. I think this is a beta test for the next time when they because they've been gaming this shit forever. Whether it's Event Two Hundred One with but with Bill it, Gates, this is this is definitely something that they're using the information from this for the next whatever they're going to do. Well, but but to say that though, at the same time, um, being the devil on your shoulder, saying how can it be the beta test? when the economic system is going to collapse because of it right i mean that i mean it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive the both can be you know they could collapse the economy and slowly move but look at what happened almost not wasn't just us but we've been talking about how they're possibly going to move to digital currency and what was the the post last week with nancy pelosi as a part of the package was a digital dollar and they gauged the metrics over those few days and removed it from the stimulus package but they obviously right. were, were right. gauging the reaction of, are they ready for a digital dollar yet? Sure. And we're not. And we're yeah. not. And yeah. I think slowly we are going to be implemented with that. Supposedly Bill Gates has something, some kind of chip or something he's talking about and planning people to determine whether you have the virus, have been treated for the virus or whatever medical yeah, nanotech. That. And, so and, time, and that's the, hold on one sec, champ. The, 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 that, okay. that was part of what the Harvard doctor who got pinched with for dealing with the Chinese, that was part of what he was dealing with. As we talked to Dr. Joseph Farrell, he was dealing with like pharmaceutical bio nanotech stuff. So there's a lot going on here, man. Yeah, yeah. So here's what I would say to that, which is should give some people some hope. Um, the millennial generation, which I've said before, uh, imploded before our eyes. Um, while they imploded before our eyes, the beautiful thing about that was they imploded before my kids' eyes and your kids' eyes, Jeff, and your kids' eyes, Tim. Uh, our kids watched the millennials uh, go to safe spaces and, and all the other bullshit that they went to. And my kids went the opposite direction. And they argued with their teachers, their liberal teachers. Uh, uh, classrooms across the country were turned into debate stages where um, kids who were you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, up to 18 years old, and, and even into early years of college, because those aren't the, the millennials anymore, we're now confronting their teachers and saying bullshit. Bullshit on what you're saying. And my kids even had one of their teachers walk out of the class in tears because the kids destroyed her in a debate. Hmm. Destroyed her with facts. And uh, I would say to anybody that listens to this, continue to educate your children. I don't care how... Uh, look, we have to expose our kids to the real world. We have to. We have to expose them to, to the socialist agenda. We have to expose them to 
you know, what the world could become if they get lazy and allow it to happen. Um, you know, that's why this show even started, right, Jeff? We started this show because of the bullshit we were seeing uh, with the mainstream media selling a narrative that was we knew was false. Um, that's why this show has has catapulted itself past many mainstream radio shows. Um, that's that's what I'm talking about. Is we have to arm our children with uh, with with all the facts, and that's but but ultimately is what I'm saying is there is a lot of hope because we have the greatest generation of conservatives yet to come who are not even really in full adulthood. Yeah, it's all hands on deck right now. It is, bro. It is. That's where we're at. I mean, that's why I, for me, what got me into studying politics and stuff was, you know, my eyes being opened up with the food stuff because I thought that if it was in a grocery store, it was safe because somebody in the government was looking out for me. It was the exact opposite. And then same thing with the medical community in a lot of cases, not all, but the stuff that those poor doctors and nurses are told to prescribe and administer to people they don't work. I mean, and people can argue all they want, but when you spend $3.3 trillion on healthcare and you're ranked 38th in the world, huh. that's huh. a broken system. If you're spending yes. the most, you should have the best healthcare, but it's not, it's one of the worst. So why would you want to go into that mall? And right now, if you get COVID, this coronavirus, going to a hospital, I think is like, uh, you know, they have ICU and stuff, but they don't, they're doing these these drugs, but I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I would be like fully. I'd get in vitamin C IVs. I'd be pumping silver into my body, be in hyperbaric oxygen. I'd be, you know, taking my MMS formula. I'd be doing everything I can antiviral, essential oils in the air. I'd be essential oils all over my body, peroxide baths. We, drinking, you, know. you know, we have a guest on our show, uh, George Pardos, frequently. He's a scientist, and if he were listening to this right now, uh, with the essential oils, he would. Uh, he no, would basically. He's in giving credence to that. In, in terms of essential oils, he would he would say yes, there are properties that make sense within those, but he might start calling you Karen. Yeah, I mean he 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 shits on essential oils as far as like curing you know AIDS or whatever. But no, he he recognized in one of our last episodes, like you said, some some he of the finally did. Yeah, some of the properties did. of you know like I use peppermint all the time. Like I put it under my nose, it opens up my nasal passages. I was, I was trying to make Jeff laugh. Jeff didn't laugh. <laughs> no, I I knew where you were going. Well, I, I mean knew. stuff like that doesn't even make sense because there's like so simple things in nature. Like why were people getting scurvy? What was the solution? Vitamin C. Vitamin C. Yeah, limes. You don't get essential yeah. nutrient, you're limes. going to have a deficiency, and you'll you'll get sick. I mean, that's sure, sure. No, no, I get it. I get it. It was and a joke from a guys. plant, right? No, I got you. Joke. I got you. <laughs> Pat's having fun tonight. It's all good. No, absolutely. It's I'm always... trying, man. I'm trying to make you guys laugh. Nobody's getting <laughs> pissing me off. <laughs> we love you, brother. You know we love you. You get my humor after the fact. I'm I'm a failure. I we, walk off stage. I don't get paid. You get the hook like at the like cats at the Apollo who suck. Like the guy who comes out and gives you the fucking hook. Well, it's like take it. It's like it's you know here I am telling smart jokes to dumb people. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that, that's what it is. We don't quite get the 4D chess with Pat's jokes. We're just too slow. Well, either either that or I'm in my my uh, punch drunk dimension trying to tell jokes. How's that? I, I would I would I would roll with the latter, but we love you. Hey, so <laughs> 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 I 
See, I can laugh at that. I get jokes, Jeff. I get jokes. Yeah, no, I'm with it. I'm with it. I do a little bit too when they're funny. But we love you again, you know? <laughs> no, it's good to catch up again, man. Obviously, um, I got a slide here. I got my daughter, Mean Mugging Me, wanting to do a little board game of life. Any closing statements, man? How can we um, stay? What's up? Do it. Do your thing. Yeah, no. Uh, just any closing statements, Tim, Pat, on well, you know what you guys have planned, keeping busy, staying busy? Yeah, just, uh, you know, wash your hands. <laughs> Don't touch your face, you know. But at the yeah. same time, realize that, um, you know, um, this is most likely we'll wait and see, but it's been hyped up a lot more than it is. And um, it's not going to go away anytime soon because it'll probably be back next year. Right. And yeah. next year there'll probably yeah. be a new virus that's man-made with a patent. It'll be released. Yep. So, <laughs> see, that's an interesting I, point I, there. What are you going to well, do about that? Look, you know? I've already, well, I've already, already got seen it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm impervious. Happen. I'm impervious. So yeah. I have one closing statement. Tim was trying to make his. Do you want? To, did you want to finish? Oh, sorry. Your... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm just saying, like, this is this isn't going to stop. Like with all the antibiotic use and the bacteria resistance and these viruses, whether they're man-made or not, coming out where they come from a bat or from a, a lab, they're a problem. They cause illness, sickness, and death. The only way to prevent that that you can control is taking care of your own health and getting as healthy as you possibly can. Amen, brother. This was not going to stop. So look at this as your cancer diagnosis. Get off the couch, drink some water, start loving yourself, and get some help and hang around somebody else that's going to be supportive. If you're not in a, a supportive environment, if you have family members that are negative and friends are negative, find somebody to plug into. Get Absolutely. into some coaching. Get some good products in you. Drinking some water. Doing some basic things. Go for a walk. Yeah. Start yeah. educating on yourself. You're not stupid. You just maybe are not into health very much because you've never been around anybody in it. Start, just don't stop until you figure out what you want. Find, and the easiest way is to find somebody else that's already transformed themselves and has maintained their health and follow what they say until you're better than them and then go find somebody else. Well, and as you right. said, you're going to be doing some coaching. How can they reach out to you if they're on, you know, everyone has some downtime? How can they reach out to you to possibly link that up? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, it's under it's chemicalfreebody.com forward slash coaching or just go to chemicalfreebody.com and then click on the coaching tab and then you can schedule a free 30-minute consult with me if you want to look into private coaching or we do an assessment for you um, or you can just click on the group, group coaching tab and, and get started. You know, we're, we're in pre-launch right now, so it's super inexpensive. It's like 37 bucks a month for to get me live once a week for Q&A and, and we're doing daily inspirational posts and we drop recipes and I've got manuals in there and got detox guides in there nice. and you know lots of stuff. So right, if you play your cards right, you might even get some pictures of his feet. But for all that good stuff, man, the conspiracyfarm.com, you click that link for the chemical free body. Seriously, dude, Green Eighty Five has to be on your shelf. Gut yep. health is yep. serious business. There's more serotonin produced in your gut than in your brain. And you know, as we sit home and try not to go stir crazy, we need those mood stabilizing chemicals that aren't artificial. So serotonin is definitely one of them. Patrick J. Closing statements my brother look go to chemicalfreebody.com forward slash farmer and promo uh, code farmer promo code farmer and look stay healthy man i'm gonna do another seven day fast with uh just the greens greens 85 and clean my body out do the uh probiotics and the gut cleanse and yeah, that i'll probably weigh 15 pounds less and look good and uh walk I'll be on the Speedo team soon, Tim. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. I'm on day six right now, and I'm I'm trimming up quick. Nice. Yeah. Trimming up quick. Yeah. I had some acne the last three days. Acne. I don't get acne very much. I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, I got a zit, and then all of a sudden, boom, boom. There's a couple, three or four. You know what that is, Tim? You know what that is? I I I'm gonna get ready to laugh, so I'm ready. Go ahead. Yeah. Good Mass luck with that. Production of huge amounts of testosterone for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and the roids. Yeah, from no, the roids. From the roids. Natural roids. Well, I thought it's it was from my natural body. here. I didn't. I didn't say, look. Roids. I didn't. I didn't mention you went to a youth clinic, Tim. No. 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 Yeah, it's all good. That's why Pat's a fighter, not a comedian. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we love you all. Like midnight loves the moon. Seriously, thank you guys. I mean, this is. I've actually really enjoyed doing this, and I, I told Pat and I told Tim the other day, we're going to come out of this, I think, shining like a new dime, thanks to the, all the support that we've been getting. Very, very encouraging. Um, this has pretty much been our full-time job. I mean, we, this has kind of been our, our work from home here for the last week or two, and we're going to keep going. we got some killer guests lined up. And uh, Tim James, always welcome back here, my brother, and I can't thank you enough. ChemicalFreeBody.com, TheConspiracyFarm.com. Check out all of our sponsors. Support the show. Support the sponsors. Champ. Love you, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Love you. And uh, Timothy, love you, brother. And uh, we will talk very soon. Hey, man, before you wrap up, I want to say something. Yeah. Because I never really hear you guys promote yourselves very much. Is like, think about how easy it would be for your listeners to just share your podcast with somebody else. And you could double your viewership and double the effectiveness of getting the message out and trying to bring the truth. And there's nothing wrong with asking. Just ask people. They love you guys. Most of them are yeah, probably sure. doing Absolutely. Share the episodes, yeah. man. Get them out there because you guys are getting blocked from the algorithm, guaranteed. For sure. The only way it's going to get pushed out there is if people share those links. There's and no without a doubt. I mean, even though those guys are trying to hold us down, like in the last couple of weeks, as we, as we have been really powering through this, we have been registering in the top 100s. It's a very fluid ranking, but we've been registering in the top 100s in the news category on iTunes above, like you said, Mark Levine, Laura Ingram, um, uh, a lot of people, man. So Dude, that's awesome. And yeah, it really is. That's the point where you can do this full time. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. Get you full time. That's yeah. the yeah. plan. The yeah. conspiracy farm. Dot com. Um, you know, CNN tomorrow. news briefing. Uh, Wolf Blitzer. Sorry, we're, do, you, do you want me to throw those out there again? No, like I said, it's fluid, so we're not necessarily above them right now. But like again, we're we're in those that top one hundred to between one hundred yeah. and two hundred, yeah. and that's within the millions of you know all the shows that are out there. So the more content we keep pushing out, it's going to keep rising to the top, and we need your guys' support, and not even financial. If you want to give us financial support by supporting the show, supporting the sponsors, that's cool. But your viewership, and like Tim was saying, spreading the show, share the news, because uh, without you guys, we're just kind of uh, it's just masturbation at this point. But uh, thank you guys all so very much for the support. Tim, love you. Pat, love you. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace and so much love. There'll always be more out this bitch.